start. Hello, welcome to another Mackham Football Show podcast. I am Anthony Mackham. Today we are joined with Paul. I'm, you can see the little icons when they say hello. Good Paul, good evening. You've got Bradley. Buenos dias. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> and Jacob. Bonjour. Bonjour now, bonjour now. Oh, are, are we all learning French for our, our current squad? That looks like it's probably going to be busted by another couple of Frenchmen in the summer, but... Um, oui, oui. Oui, oui. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, oh, it's been, a, it's been an all right Easter week, right? Um, not bad. We've got two games to talk about that's been and done in, in the past. You've got that 4-4 draw against Hull. Um, a lot of drama in that and poor defensive form, but we'll break that down in a little bit of further detail in a few. And um, that 1-0 win away to Cardiff, um, continuing our fantastic away form this season. But, yeah. Um, yeah. How, how would you guys summarise that last week of action for the boys we'll start with paul because he's next to my face <laughs> uh, for me i was actually happy with that that he's uh the results actually of the easter weekend you were okay with the four points yeah i, I would sort them actually before kickoff to be honest okay okay fair enough fair enough uh, Brad, what do you think, mate? How, how, what's your overall gut reaction to that weekend? Nah, nah, I totally agree with Paul. Um, I would have took four points like out of the two fixtures, out of six. I would have, I would have easily took four before kickoff. Yeah. Um, but you know, great game. Um, against Cardiff, um, we battered them first half, but obviously we couldn't get the goal in the back of it. But um, yeah. Second half, we came uh, more dominant. Um, thought we were going to get an equaliser. But obviously, we're seeing the game through. We've got the job done. Happy with that. I'm going to... Um, just because you said we saw the game through, I'm going to work out or ask one of you to have a quick look and check how many clean sheets we've had this oh. season. Because, um, yeah, I've... I've yeah. Yeah, that, that 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 game aside, I think that game was a little bit of a, a, a cakewalk, to be honest. But um, mm. before we go into what I think, Jacob, <laughs> what what are you saying, mate? Yeah, same as Paul and Bradley. I was fairly happy. And four points, yeah, if someone said that to me before them two fixtures, I'd have taken it. And, this, and, and if I had to choose, and I would have chosen to draw with Hull rather than Cardiff, because I think if we drew with Cardiff, that would have been a bit... More embarrassing than Hull because we should be beating both Hull and Cardiff, but mm. going to Cardiff would have been worse than Hull. But yeah, okay, you know, it's just can't have everything really. But it was we played, yeah, played well against Cardiff, and Hull was just no, uh, can't put it into words. Okay, yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, Acacia says, Evening, lads, I'll read Paul Paul. Up the blades for tomorrow afternoon on Skybet against Cardiff and away the lads. Um, that oh, game was yeah. mad. I was at the game at Cardiff. See, right, I'm going to go into the the whole game first, and um, I'm saying I'm disappointed. Not attacking wise. I think attacking wise we were brilliant. Clark was just breath of fresh air in that game. Um, him, Roberts, um, 
Pritchard when he came on. I just think like our our attacking prowess in that game, coming back to level it up, go ahead, um, level it back up, go ahead again, and then for the game to end in the ninety fifth minute of the game with a penalty, um, to level it up at four four. <laughs> People are forgetting there's that that penalty guaranteed was in the additional time of additional time um, and possibly the game should have ended already at that point but we conceded three other goals before then as well so defensively we were our own worst enemy um, I think when we were watching it on the live stream as well we were, um, we were blaming how slow the defenders were to react but the main blame for at least three of our goals was our CDMs Um it was Mishu and Neil in the first half, I believe, in that game. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, lads. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I definitely was for the first goal. I know, I know that because Neil was so far away from the man that it was an easy one to pass, shoot, goal for their first and opener. And you can't allow teams that much space in the middle of the park. It especially if you've got a makeshift centre-back um, covering in for Ballard. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking we need more people in the middle of the park. Um, we do play really good down the wings with Clark Roberts. Um, who else bombs down the, down the wings for us now? Really just Clark and Roberts either side, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we play good wing football. Um, ooh, could you say Ahmad goes down the right as well? Maybe, maybe. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, so the whole game, um, I'm disappointed that we ended in a draw. I'm obviously chuffed that we scored four goals. Um, speaking of four goals, uh, we are watching this as uh, we are <laughs> streaming this while watching the Middlesbrough Norwich game as well, which is also 4-1 at half time. So there's 45 minutes for that game to get worse for Norwich. Um, and that will help us um, talk about the playoffs in a bit. But um, yeah, the Cardiff game, I'm happy with the three points, but hear me out here i'm actually disappointed with how we attacked in this game we just we looked scared to shoot at a lot of a lot of the time which is kind of bizarre considering how many shots we did end up having towards the end of the game but um the first half we we just didn't want uh we didn't want to risk it too much we wanted to walk the ball into the back of the net and cardiff were there for the taking i think a couple of chats were had at half time to to change the emphasis a bit and yeah i think i think cardiff were just completely off the pace and we should have punished them a lot more than we did um but that's my that's my thoughts that's my opinions i'm just going to read through acacia's comments as well um second half was a bit crap and meh when cardiff were a bit better in the second half trying to get the the goal against us the game at home against Hull was crazy, as we, as well as I was. That game with Paul and Michael Bowers. We sorry, I'm guessing there's a word missed out there. But were you at the game with Acacia and Bowers then, Paul? Yeah, I was at the game, and uh, Acacia actually comes up because um, I'm not far from Acacia. She came up second half. 
She had a nice little chinwag at the game. <laughs> well, it was one of the, to, to be fair, the whole game was definitely one of the most entertaining games of the season from out from us, without a doubt. Um, ooh, I'm going to miss Ahmad when he goes back to Manchester's third team, Man United. How many teams do you support? Jesus, you should have won. <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, lads, four points from two games against teams in the bottom half of the table. I've, I'm I'm okay, and I'm happy that we've got four points, but it's much better than two draws or um, a, draw and a, a win and a loss. But I think it could have been six, and we could have been climbing ever so slightly higher and, and closer to those um, playoff places, which is still a possibility, um, surprisingly enough. Um quite shocked that we are still in the running considering we're 10th and there's only five games to go yeah what is it what is it what a season um it does help when teams like norwich and blackburn and millwall all drop points against teams that they shouldn't have last weekend and the weekend before um so yeah what's your thoughts on our playoff hopes and I'm going to quickly load up my website, which tells me our probability of finishing in the playoffs. Um, it says 10% chance at the minute that we will finish in the playoffs. Do you think that's a fair mm. fair percentage? Could be, actually, because the thing is, um, if you think, actually, we've got two home games coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got tomorrow, fair enough, against Birmingham, but we've got Huddersfield on Tuesday. Yeah, two games that, again, I think we should be winning. Um, Birmingham, I would take a draw if if push came to shove, but, yeah, um, Huddersfield is a team we definitely need to be beating, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, what what do you think of our chances against against Birmingham coming up? Because what was their last result? 0-0 Nil nil against Stoke, I think. I believe so. Yeah. I'll have a check. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we should be beating Birmingham, really, but. Well, uh, to be honest, I was listening to a preview that um, the Solid Echo done with um, a reporter down in Birmingham, actually, um, mm-hmm. earlier on today. They okay. said that apparently Dion Sanderson. Um, might not actually be available um, tomorrow. The same as uh, Troy Deeney. Oh, okay. So Troy Deeney, Dion Sanderson, I think, is a defender that most of our team can get past. So I'm not really concerned if he is or isn't injured. Yeah, I know he used to play for us for um, a short spell. But I don't think the ex-player curse really works with defenders. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um but Troy Deeney, that is a big miss out for them. Um, they're going to be reliant on Chung a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, they will. Um, mm-hmm. Can you see any other big threats coming from Birmingham if they're missing Deeney? Well, they've got a. The, it says one of the other forwards Birmingham have got is a, Adam George. Adam George. Not sure what he's like, but uh, maybe have to look out for him. So, um, their top scorer this season. I'm just looking on the 
uh, stats on this website is Scott Hogan. Um, he scores basically one goal in every three games. I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about Birmingham scoring against us. They're not a. They don't score as many goals as us. It's, it's as simple as that. So for me, I think it's it's going to be um, one of those games where if we defend well, we will pick up points. And holy crap! Thank you, Acacia. Middlesbrough five. Five one is it? Five one. Middlesbrough just scored. Yeah. Yeah. That it. That is a thrashing. Mr. Price Gaming, thank you very much. He says, congrats on the 1K subs, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> Akpom scores that goal for Middlesbrough. Akpom again? Akpom again, yep, in the 49th minute. How many goals has he scored this season for Borough? He's got the highest goal score in, in the championship this season. Um, that puts, him on, that puts him on 28. 28 goals. Yes, it is. 28 goals, yeah. yeah. I think... Is he... <laughs> oh... Wigan, you had to ruin it. You had to ruin it. Um, so Wigan had 34. The... Oh. Yeah. It's Astra. Welcome back, Astra. No, no, another name change. Scott Hogan used to play for us at Sheffield United. So, Acacia might be well-placed uh, well to... Um, uh, what's it called? To put mm. to put a two pennies in about um his chances uh -huh. of scoring against us on this weekend, um yeah uh, yeah <laughs> should we do predictions for the Birmingham game then? Why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? Cool. All right, I'll um Brad, you Brad, Jacob, then Paul, go for it. Yeah, I'll chip them first. Um, Sunderland three, Birmingham one, um for this game. I'm just gonna jot that down, but I'm gonna gonna hold you to that one. <laughs> okay, three one, Brad. Perfect, Jacob. Same as Brad, three one, Sunderland. You're going safe bets, aren't you? <laughs> Fair enough. And Paul. Uh, two one, Sunderland. Two one, Sunderland. There you go. Well, going relatively safe, but also. Recognising how poor we were defensively, I think, against Hull. Uh, and I'm going to... I'm going to say... We're at Stadium Light, right? Yeah. I'm going to say we're going to keep a clean sheet. I'm going to go another 2-0 win. Ooh, 2-0. Yeah. Ooh. I, I can't... I can't I was, I was going to write your name again there, Paul. <laughs> For my guess. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um, he has two predictions. <laughs> as long as we score two, we'll be happy. Um, what does that? What does that do for us if we do end up winning that? I know we at least leapfrog Norwich on goal difference um, because we do need to win to catch up to where Norwich are at, and then we're reliant on Coventry dropping points, right, to to leapfrog them as well. So a win the highest we could finish. This weekend is eighth within a point of currently Middlesbrough, no, uh, Millwall, Blackburn, and uh, level on point, um, and Preston as well. Wow, it's tied up at the top of the league, isn't it? It is. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm happy with that. 
what did you get up to over the Easter weekend, considering we had two games mixed into the middle of it then? Um, I'll go with Paul first. Yeah, I just stayed in, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exciting, mate. Um, fair enough. Did you watch lots of footy? There was plenty of footy on all over the week, over that weekend. Loads. Nah, not really, to be honest. Just the two Sunderland games, though. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, that that's still ple- that's a lot more footy than most people get into it. Uh, what about you, Brad? What did you get up to? On on Friday, um, I went to Sloan Sports Bar in Sunderland. I don't know if you know where that is. Obviously, um, well, uh, I went and seen. It might be a different name uh, than I remember it. Yeah, I went and seen um, Paul and Michael in there before kick off. Um, in there. And um, on Saturday, I watched um, Brentford versus Newcastle, and I thought Brentford were going to smash Newcastle in the first half. Um, but the VAR decisions against Newcastle, my word. Where's where is Sloan Sports Bar? It's, it's hot. Oh, it's mate, that's where I used to dr- underage drink. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. They they had their the, the bar staff back in the mid two thousands used to let us in when we were in um last year of comp. So sixteen, seventeen year olds just used to take over that place. That, uh, that's that's memories, mate. Well, thank you. <laughs> Never reveal that on the events. <laughs> well, it, it's no. it's over a decade ago. It's past past the statutes and you know what? <laughs> oh, I forgot. No, it was, it was called Sloan's then as well. That's mad. Thank you for for bringing back some memories, mate. Thank you very much for that. Um, no worries. <laughs> bowling alley's new, though. What, the Sunderland Bowl? Yeah, that's new. Yeah, I actually, actually went there today. <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> it's a small world, indeed. <laughs> wow. Um, cool. Right. Uh, Jacob, what did you get up to? Uh, Easter Sunday, I watched the bad, first Bad Boys film. Oh, yeah, you were on a Bad Boys marathon, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Good films, <laughs> good films. Just don't start singing the song, anybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Acacia says, I've been in the street bar with Michael and my ex, Morgan, before to watch Sunland in the pub when I was staying over in Sunland. Why would you go to the? Why would you go to the pub with your ex? Oh, was was he not an ex at the time? That's just really weird. If you go, I don't no, know. he wasn't an ex. Before. It was. It wasn't an ex at the time that you went to that bar. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, that that would be weird. Um, only weird. Um, what did I get up to? I think I think to be fair, mate. For for me, I I was watching. Um, the Sunderland game. Then Saturday and Sunday, there was obviously Easter stuff. So roast and uh, that, that that the the good the good old stuff. Family time, walking the dogs. Mm-hmm. Went to Canine Acres. I don't know if you know what that is, but um, basically it's a big open field that you can take your dogs to for an hour or so, and they just run free. It's uh it's very good. And then watched a bit of Premier League. Watched a bit of um, what else was on Sky Sports? 
think it was Bundesliga. I can't remember. Uh, just lots of football surrounded by normal life. And then again on Monday, we watched that Cardiff game. Ah, that was a nice weekend. Anyways, <laughs> we've, we've, we've got more football tomorrow. Um, the Birmingham City game. We... I haven't watched the conference for that, the pre the press conference for it, but Paul and Brad have. Have you watched it, uh, Jacob? No. No? Okay. Good evening, the Sunland Cabbie. Welcome, welcome. Um, quick question for Paul and Brad who've watched that conference. One, is it worth watching? And two, uh, I know it got Paul really agitated. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. t- tell us why. Tell us why. <laughs> um, yes, it is very interesting actually because Mulberry was actually asked actually on the summer transfer window. Already? Well, when I say already, it's only five games to the end of the season. Well, he was asked on recruitment. Um, and apparently, Stuart Harvey, uh, which I thought was a good update, apparently, Stuart Harvey is now. Uh, he's actually going out now, uh, speaking to agents, um, to actually price up um, players. Uh, he's actually watching players. Um, that's oh. why I think we've got that uh, Ukraine lad that's just come in. Yeah, the academy player who's seventeen and scored a couple of goals in the Ukrainian league, something like that. Another one. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that. I think that's come off Stuart Harvey. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, to be fair, the Ukrainian players are looking for. Timur Teratrov, what do you pronounce it as? Timur. Timur. Timur, yeah. Well, let me, I'll, I'll load up his name before we butcher it any further. Um, what were your thoughts on it then, Brad? Because I'm yet to watch yeah. it. Um, watched a press conference yesterday. Uh, what Paul says about the head of recruitment, Stuart Harvey, is pricing up some deals. For the summer transfer window, and also he has a hint on Amadiaro because he had, um, he said in his press conference that he will be playing Premier League football next season. If what? if it's at Manchester United or not at Manchester United, he might go on loan to a bottom league club like Leeds United or Crystal Palace next season. If or, they're still or, in the or Burnley, <laughs> or Burnley, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just just <laughs> saying. Forest. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to survive, to be honest. So, yeah. if, if I'm, I've got, I've got this guy's name up in front of me. I, I hope I'm not butchering it, but it looks like Timo Tudorov. That's how I would say it. Tudorov, Tudorov, Timo Tudorov. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to chant that if he does end up being a. First team player, but um, the fact that we're making signings already and that we're clear with our ambition for our youth squad, that's, that's got to be taken as a positive, surely. How do you read into that, Jacob? I think it's a good sign for getting ready for next season. You know, we're not just like, I don't see many other clubs doing that, so I think it might be a sign of maybe us wanting to push a bit higher next season. But 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm, it's, it's a good sign, really. If it turns out to be if it turns out to be shit, then you know, whatever. But it's I, I quite like it. Okay. What about what about um you, Paul? How are you reading into that? I'm I'm actually happy with it. To be honest with you, I was, um, <laughs> you know that you know um because what I like about it, actually even um more being men well. So, I don't know who it was, but somebody, um, somebody from the media asked about um, Dan Bollard. Yeah. And um, Morbius actually ruled, uh, Morbius said that Bollard um, could actually get a chance um, of actually returning uh, for Bef- like Preston North End, for example. The start of May. As well. Oh wow! That might be huge. It it could be. <laughs> It could be our last two games of the season, but it could also be our third and fourth last game, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Maybe our fifth, if we're really, really lucky. Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on board with with how you're reading into that. I, I'm going to say it is, it is a positive sign, um, long term for us. I haven't obviously, I don't think anybody of any of us have seen any of Timo's, um gameplay yet uh, we've just got to trust that the scouts are doing their job effectively and bringing in eager talent to flourish with us can you see can you see us making a lot of academy signings this summer rather than first team signings so that's that's my only concern we're gonna recruit a lot of youth and none of them are ready to break through to the first team that's my only concern. Um, then anybody share it, or do you think I'm silly with that? No, you're not silly. I'm um, totally agree with you, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I like being agreed with, but I also I don't mind. I don't mind being told I'm wrong sometimes. So uh, if you do disagree, just just feel free to to step up. Um, Acacia's popped another couple of chats in, so I'll read them out as well. Um, Ahmad, as Ahmad loves it here at Sunderland, he doesn't want to leave it at all. Tony Mowbray has confirmed in the press conference as well. Because I can't see Ahmad being back in my other club. That's Man United just talking about there. They've got Rashford, yeah. Rashford Bruno, Sancho, Workhurst, and um, they've basically got other players that are higher up the pecking order. Um, I can't see Ahmad going back to Man U and starting. Could no, you see... Sorry, Ab. No, 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 that's right, that's right. Uh, my, my question was essentially, could you see him returning to us? Because we, we're quite keen on having him. Um, would we have to make a purchasing option or would it have to be a, um, a loan extension? Like what What would be the commercials behind it? Apparently we'll have been looking at on the football from the Football Insider. I don't know if you've heard of that, have you heard of that? I've heard of it, but I don't really... Uh, Look at it all that yeah. much. Evening again, well, Cubby. <laughs> um, well, I was looking from Football Insider, and um, if we want to sign Abad Diallo again next season, it'll possibly be another loan move because Man United will be wanting about thirty-seven point five million apparently for him if he what? wants to come to Sunderland. What? Which is a hefty offer. Which is like a hefty, big, massive, fuck, bloody. Mm. 
the re if it is if that value is correct, if that's how much Man United want for him, why aren't they starting him? That to me tells me they're overpricing their stock on him. If he's worth thirty five million, they've they've got like eight players in their current starting eleven who are not worth that much. So I would tell them to go and. All they want, mate, is good money. That's all they want. That's all Manchester United want. It's money. Yeah, I get that, but thirty-seven and a half million. I get it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I understand it's my new pricing, but like, <laughs> um, nah. I was, I would say we would, we would struggle to justify five to eight million, but thirty-five. Yeah, I'd much rather have seven other players that are in that five million bracket. Than one I'm at. I'm sorry, but you can well, be as um, good as Edward you. Edward Bishop, um, he's five billion. He could um, sign a buy clause. I, d I so don't. Mm, I don't think Mishu's as good as Ahmad for us, though. That's the only problem. No, no, no. no. But like the, the likes of Ballard, Bath, um, Clark, Roberts, those kind of players, I can see being in the five to seven million range, and having having seven of them on backup. Especially in striker positions, would be much better than just one. Ahmad, I'm sorry, Ahmad, but we love you, but you're not worth thirty-seven and a half million. Sorry, so <laughs> that's just that's just silly money. Um, Paul, Jacob, do you do you want to buy Ahmad Diallo for thirty-seven and a half million? Yeah, I mean, I'd like him to. Yeah, I would like him to be permanent, but. He's probably if we get him again, it's probably going to be loan. And if it, there's no point in him going back to Man United, it's a pass because he's not going to be the starting in the starting lineup. So oh. might as well have another. Yeah, you, you that that comment yeah. there just got me on another tangent. I'll I'll bring it up and again in a second. But my God, loanies are not the way forward for some. They might be good for like short term gaps, but. Yeah, uh, Paul. What's your thoughts? Would you buy Ahmad for thirty-seven and a half million? It, it, it'll be tough for me, but to be honest, I even heard that apparently um, Morpher is actually thinking about not playing actually any of the any of the long players mm. um, for the next couple of games and actually playing the playing the team. You know that's going to be here next season. The likes of Lahaji. Oh. Yeah. I really, I really rate that move, but I think we need to be a hundred percent certain that we're not going to make the playoffs. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine if we just picked up two extra points against uh, Birmingham, or if we picked up one extra point against I don't know who, who Watford? Like, I get that we we want to reward people who've made full time contract signings with us, but we need to put the best team forward in the game who's who's available to us. Um that's commendable. I think it's tough though. Oh, the thing uh, is mm. oh sorry, 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 sorry. No, I was just gonna I was just gonna repeat the question in a different 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 uh different wording, so go for it. The thing is I've um do you think we really do you think we could get playoffs this season? Do you really think we could get playoffs? I I f our percentage chance keeps growing game by game, and this Norwich result is proof that teams above us aren't on form. Um, okay. We're starting to pick up our form again. We had our February-March drought 
and now we're back into the end of the season high like we had mm-hmm. last year. We went 17, 18 games, was it, unbeaten? Yeah. But why can't we do five, six this season? I know it's a championship, it's a step up, and we've got better opponents, but Birmingham 17th. Huddersfield are 20, 19th 20, now. 18th, yeah. yeah. Evening, Ben, welcome along. Um, who else we got that's coming up? Our fixtures and where they're placed. The, the, the quite West low down. Albion. In 11th place, Watford in 12th place, and Preston in 7th place. So the two teams that are challenging us for playoff places directly below us, if we beat them, they're out of the race. And if they beat us, we're out of the race. So you've got two games that we should be winning and then three competitive games for the last playoff spots. Um, I I don't know. I think it's... It's how these two, if these two games that we should be winning, Huddersfield and Birmingham, if we drop points in there, then yeah, I'd say the, the season's season's done and dusted. Um, yeah. But beyond that, DJ, you've said good evening four times, and I've said good evening to you back to it now. Can you? Hello, DJ. <laughs> good evening. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Hello, DJ. Um. Yeah. Um. What was my point? <laughs> I don't think we're out of it yet. I think we are maybe a game or two out of it. Because um, mm. we're only four points away from Blackburn, but Blackburn have to lose both those games to us to get to 62 points. Um, I think the more games that we win and they draw, that's two points gained each time. We've got five games of that potential. So I, I can see us... got Hull tomorrow as well. Hull, they've got Hull. Yeah, they've got Hull, Hull. and Coventry. That's, yeah. Coventry, yeah, Co- Coventry's, Coventry's going to be close to it as well. So, mm. I mean, Coventry have more of a chance than we do, but we mm. still have a chance. That's that's my that's yeah. my point. While we still have a chance, I think, I think we should still try and fight for it. Like, of course. What, what, why give up now? Um, no, no, of course. I agree with you. Mm. So... Yeah, I'm going to see South Shields lift the trophy at Warrington game. Nice, enjoy that, Ben. Um, well, yeah, because Shields actually got promoted. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, they got promoted. Is that on Tuesday or Wednesday this week? It was it was midweek. It's, was Easter Monday? Easter Monday. Yeah. I haven't been in Sunland City Centre for ages, but my, it hasn't changed at all. <laughs> uh yeah. You just made me go around Sloan's on, on the Google Maps. Um Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, By the way, if you're wondering or nine is back at the team tomorrow. Have they announced the squad already? No, but all um Morbury said he's hoping that uh all nine is in the team because his missus hasn't um actually had the charge yet. Oh right, so she went labour, but okay. I thought that was the the whole thing behind it. So the question from uh, Ben is, who's Blackpool got tomorrow? Wigan. So <laughs> fun fun fact on that one: if if they draw, they will be just one game, one loss away from being relegated. Um, a Wigan win would still mean. They've got height. They've got very little chance of getting promoted. But, um, yeah, 
that's that's another good question, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, who out of the remaining like five teams looking at the bottom place do you think are going to get relegated? Because I think Blackpool and Wigan are going to go down. But Reading's currently in the bottom three because of their six-point deduction. You've got Cardiff, who we walked over, QPR, who are struggling, and Huddersfield. Who who are who are them? Do you think's going down next? I'll go to Jacob. Jacob, who who you seeing? Mm. Oh, worst form in them, by the way, is QPR with one point in the last five games. I, I might go with QPR to be honest. I think others. I think others will stay up. I think they'll lose to Swansea and us, but I still think others are surviving. I think it's going to be QPR. Uh, I, 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 QPR, okay. Um, Paul, who are you saying? Yeah, I've got to go with QPR as well. It'd be, uh, yeah, Gareth Hayes was the one to go back in League One, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was an interesting one. Um, why did he move from... Uh, was it Wickham? Wickham. Yeah, he was at Wickham. Why did he move from Wickham? Did he get sacked or was it just a bigger money offer? An Alex Neal effect? He was a little bigger money um, offer. It was a bigger money, yeah. Um, can you blame him for that? Not really. Not really. No, not, not to move away from Wickham. <laughs> so, um, who are you saying, Paul? Who's, who's the third team to get relegated? Uh, well, it won't be Huddersfield because uh, they'll stay up because of uh, Neil Warnock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, to be fair, they've rescued it. They've picked up 11 points in the last five games. They, 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 they've rescued themselves quite... They were pretty much on par with Blackpool and Wigan for a long time this season, so he's done a good job already. Yes, so I'm going to say QPR. So we've got two for QPR. I'm going to say Reading. Um, purely because they can't win games, and when they don't win games, they tend to draw them. Um, their their good part of the season was um down in the first half, and yeah, they they've done a Wigan and and stop mm. stop caring about their players. Who who are you saying, Brad? For me, um, I think QPR will survive. To be honest, um. I'll actually see um, Cardiff surviving and all. I'll see. I'm thinking, you know, the three what's already there now. I think them three are going to go down. Reading, Blackpool, Wigan. Yeah, Reading, Blackpool, and Wigan. So I agree on. I'm for the third spot. It's going to be Reading. It, it just it just feels like they're in a bit of a mental rut, right? That, that's my yeah, that's, that's my that's my <laughs> gut behind it. Um, and as for that, it'd be interesting who Redden gets as manager. And then whoever they get, maybe they'll push them up. Yeah. Um, so, so, if... If miracles happen in football, Watford could technically still get relegated, by the way. <laughs> um, just according to this, it's less than like 0.01%. But if they lose every single game, Wigan, Blackpool, Reading, 
and all of the other teams pick up points below them, they could be really, it's impossible. It's pretty much impossible. You got more chances of winning the lottery, but it's still technically possible. Um, I don't think Watford will go down to yeah. a decent side. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to catch up on the chat messages, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going, to call, I'm going to start calling DJ Cabby now because that's his new profile. Cabby says, we won't make playoffs. It's been a cracking season. I'll be happy staying where we are. I'm saying tomorrow, Sunderland nil, Birmingham 2. Okay, uh, I'm just going to pop that down there. Nil, 2. Four. Um, I was going to put uh, uh, Cabby there. Um, the ref tomorrow game is Stephen Martin. Mm-hmm. Who's that? It's an, it's an interesting one with him because um, the last game he took, well, people thought actually it was Bolton Munger's last game, but it wasn't. The last game he took for us was, was actually against um, QPR, actually. It was either QPR or MK Dons. Because I've seen it from Nick Bones earlier. Was that the the, the one with um, Will Ferrell crying, Will Ferrell. Or, the, or the one or the one before that? Because we've played QPR twice. Where the goalkeeper scored. Did you see Stephen Martin? Um, I've... yeah. The his last um one for Sunderland was against QPR on the twenty sixth of February. It was the, it was it was the Will Ferrell the crying one one. Yeah. 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 Tears, tears of sorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you haven't checked out my short on that one, please do. It's funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he reffed us against MK Dons in 2020. We lost 2-1. Yeah. Oh, I remember that game. That was at the same point. Yeah. So Parkinson. Yeah, the Parkinson era. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, Case has just popped in a, a good a good little thought-provoking thing and i'm going to get back to what <laughs> to what jacob said earlier on that reminded me of a, a talking point which i moved quickly on from so acacia says charlie white and max power and the rest of the players for wigan still haven't been paid their wages for um last month so they might get another further three point deduction so that i think pretty much cements that, that pretty much it does cement wigan going back down to league one i think everybody's Got that on their cards already. Um, and Nemanja G, welcome along. Um, hello, hello, hello. And finally, my point was, Loney players, Loney players, the, the fact that if Mowbray is not going to be putting Loney players in, that I like that as a good sign and a good indication and rewarding for our full-time um, employees, essentially. That's what they are. And if we're out of the playoff race, it's a good chance to increase their value if they're not going to be staying on for next season. But relying on subs, eh, no, subs on loans um, has an impact, especially when you take into account Ellis Sims, Embleton, Ahmad now. We are... Embo's not on loan, by the way. He's full-time. Not Embo. Broadhead, sorry. Yeah, Broadhead. Broadhead. Broadband. Broadband. Those two, Embo and Broadband, uh, I always mix them up because um, they look so similar. Uh, but yeah, those players, we became heavily reliant on them. And I'm all for developing players and, and making sure that they have a good career and we are the club that lets them thrive. 
but becoming heavily reliant on Amadiolo next season would be ten times worse. Um, just I don't know finding somebody like Ross Stewart, I guess. Ross Ross Stewart injury prone. He was injury prone before he came to us. We played him every single game of League One. He flew through that season by far our best player last year, and then he's only had. A, I think all in all, it'll be about just over a third of this season's games fit. Would you uh, would you much rather take on the the loanees and send them back to the parent club if they get injured, or take on players who want to play and put their bodies on the line and reward them for that? It, it, it's a it's a tricky question, right? Depending on who the player is. But mm, it is. Yeah. What would you prefer for next season? Would you prefer, say, we make ten transfers in the summer? How many of them would you say we want full time signings, and how many of them would you say it's okay to have them on loan for that position? For me, yeah. um, about at least six or seven um, full time signings, and about three or four loanees. I'd respect that. Um, yeah, I'd respect that. That's a, that's a good little, um, a good little way. It's not fifty fifty, but it's it's more the people who mm-hmm. are going to be in week in week out in the first starting eleven are going to be your your main your main men, and then your loanies are to 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 boost the squad back up to full fitness. Um, Paul, how many would you say out for those arbitrary 10 need to be full-time? I'd probably say the same as uh, Brad, to be honest, but the, the thing is that, that this time I actually hope Christian Speedman actually does bring um, strikers in. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just strikers, but like, because I know we are linked with um, uh, Van Hecke that Van Hecke to come in. Van Hecke? But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's a centre-back. Uh, at Brighton. Brighton. Jan Van Heck. Yeah, that's mm, it. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, we were in for him actually before Alex Neil left, actually. It was going to be, a, I think it was going to be a permanent deal. Um, But, of course, that fell through when Alex Neil decided, decided to go to Stoke. With him though, he's he's obviously he's a Brighton player, right? Uh, I'm just looking at his stats now, but he hasn't he hasn't played a game this season, like at all. Why why mm. would we why would we want a player that isn't getting game time, or isn't even getting loaned out to get game time? That that makes that makes that's I don't, a, yeah. Don't know must, really. Must have been a reason why we we were actually after him though, and. You know, when um, Alex Neal was here, must have, must have been a reason why um, Pitman actually wanted to bring him to the club. Well, we got Ballard and Bath, didn't we? We got Ballard, yeah. we got Ballard and Bath, two big um, Ulstery centre-backs. This Van Heck looks like that exact same thing, but just from, a, well, just from Premier League quality, I guess, rather than other championship level, so maybe it's financial. Maybe we can't afford. 
um, sorry, I'm far away. Barrow is actually Premier League. Um, he's from Arsenal. Was he? Yeah, he, he was, was from Arsenal. I for some reason I had Blackburn Rovers in my head for him. Wow. Um, RWA. Um, I've just sent the figures. Well, um, do you know Fulham? Yeah. Um, next yeah. season, the ticket prices are three thousand pounds per season ticket, and it's the most expensive season ticket in Europe apparently. Where's that? Fulham. He's the Fulham. Fulham. Yeah. Just see that. I'm sorry, but who the fuck is paying three grand to watch Fulham? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. That, I'll be that's... 165 quid. <laughs> that, that's more than some people's board. That no, that that's gotta be that's gotta be a joke. I know I know the London, but come on. Well, I'm sort your shit out. <laughs> Any best they went all digital as well. Right. Yeah, so um, we do have, between now and the next Friday Night Football, we have two games coming up. We, yeah. We've we talked a lot about the Birmingham one, but we also have, on Tuesday evening, at the Stadium of Light again, Huddersfield Town. Do you want to quickly go through predictions for that one, considering how yeah. Huddersfield are currently performing under Warnock? Um, mm-hmm. Brad, you go first, all three. Um, I think Sunderland's just going to trip this one. I'm going to say Sunderland 3, Huddersfield 2 for this one. So you think you're going to get six goals in two games? I, li- I like mm-hmm. this. I like, <laughs> I like, I like the confidence. Hey, Sunderland. Um, Jack Rock, Diallo, and you know what I'm going to say, Patrick Roberts. He'll get a goal. Gellhart. <laughs> Gellhart will score tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Paul, who are you saying? What are you saying for the, the Huddersfield game? Uh, 3-1 uh, Huddersfield. And you know what? He scored down there. Alex Pritchard. To yeah. get one against his former club. Okay. Because uh, I actually hate him. Um, Gail Hart, I'm going to say. Wait, you said 3-1 Huddersfield. You don't mean 3-1 Sunderland. Uh, three one Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! I, I literally put you for, put you down for Huddersfield winning that one three one, mate. You need. To... <laughs> oh, and my last goal scorer. You know what? I'm going to say Dan Neil. Neil. Okay. Wow. From a corner, from a set piece, or he's going to oh. he's going to tank through the middle of the park. <laughs> Fair. Middlesbrough um, has scored more goals than Burnley this season. Uh, yeah, but they've played two games more. Yeah, they've played two games extra. Um, I don't think that's gonna gonna be an end of season stat, but yeah, seventy nine goals. Yeah, the Smoggies and thirty odd, about thirty of them are from Akpom. Uh, Jacob, yeah. Jacob, mate, what are you saying for the Huddersfield game? Sunderland three. Odyssey one. You've went three one three one. <laughs> you need to put bets on for these, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say four nil. Um. A, se- a sexy four nil win. A sexy, a sexy, comfortable four nil win. 
I think the 2 0 win. I might do. I might do. What might, What makes you say 4 0, Lam? What made. Is, I think. Is there a particular reason? Huddersfield have been terrible this season, right? They are in yeah. a really good spell. I think they're going to win the next game. Um, and then that'll. Do you think they'll beat Swansea? I think they'll beat Swansea because Swansea are a bit hit and miss and they hit last week, so they're going to miss this week. Um, Yeah, and I think that'll that'll secure them their safety, so they'll step their foot off the pedal and, yeah, it'll be a few hours for the taking. So, yeah. Do you think they'll they'll sit back against us? I think they'll try and park the bus and we'll break through them early doors. Um, and yeah. we'll just build on from that. I think we'll probably score in the f- like twenty twenty like tw- in the first half an hour. Um, you know what? Sixty six to one four nil. I've put two quid on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, hundred and twenty <laughs> quid. Minute, you can buy me a pint. Well. <laughs> <laughs> should we all? Should, 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 Paul, should we change our score to four nil now? Why should we? Five nil. <laughs> six nil. <laughs> Eight nil. Sunland. To to be fair, I'm not alone in the four goals category though. Acacia said Sunderland four two, so <laughs> it's a championship. Two goals. Yeah, yeah, it's a championship. We can we can always score goals. Um, I think that's the one thing we've done really well since returning to this league. Right, is our goal scoring form hasn't hit been hindered by not having a striker, and that's why I'm kind of. Kind of content with how well our season's gone, even if we don't make the playoffs. I think that we've had a brilliant year so far. Um, so yeah, um, I think we're coming up to about the hour mark. So, uh, if you want to run through what you're doing next on your respective channels, and um, we'll go from there. Yeah. So, Brad, you've chirped up first, so you can you can tell me what you're doing next. Yeah, I've talked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so tonight, guys, come and watch me from quarter past ten as we are going to preview the Brighton game and the Huddersfield game um, from quarter past ten on my channel. Oh, who um, are Brighton playing? Two... Brighton? I mean, Birmingham, sorry. <laughs> the hell, Bradley? <laughs> I mean, you can watch the Brighton game, can't you? LT <laughs> Brighton, yeah? We're going to pretend we watch it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... We watch um, Sunderland versus Birmingham and Sunderland versus Huddersfield. I'll be previewing from quarter past ten. We're on two hundred and forty-nine subscribers, guys. So please get us up to three hundred. We're only fifty-one away from our target. There we are. That's really, really good. Um, you got a target, and you'll set a new one when you hit it, right? Like one, yeah. like one thousand. <laughs> Thank you again, <laughs> by the way. Um. <laughs> Paul, what are you up to next, mate? Same as Brad. To, I'm actually going to the both games, and of course, I'll be on the channel at uh, ten fifteen. Yep. Perfect. Jacob. With a as well. With a as well. Nice. Uh, Jacob, what are you up to, buddy? My share the uh, match uh, on social media or something like that. You know. Cool. Really. Are, you, are you are you coming along to my watch alongs as well? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just just give him a little nudge to remind him. <laughs> Five one Douglas Bruff full time. There you go. 
Full time. That's done and dusted. That means Norwich are leapfroggable with just a 1-0 win against Birmingham tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, that's, I guess. Yeah, so tomorrow on this channel, uh, 15 minutes before kickoff, we'll be doing a watch-along. So we'll be watching the Birmingham game with oh, whatever chaos and drama that Sunderland decide to throw our way. Um, and then same again on Tuesday evening, 15 minutes before kickoff. Keep an eye on the channel. The thumbnail's there. Click the notify me if you if you're here, and if you're listening to this on Spotify and other podcasting services, because there's international fans at the game tomorrow. Yes. There you go. Oh yeah, it's international fans day. So yeah, como estas? Buenos dias. Um, uh, welcome in. Um, Benvido. Whatever, whatever language. Welcome along, international fans. And um, yeah, well that. Catch you in the next one. Bye. 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 Arrivederci. Adios. Adios. <laughs> oh, I've got this nice little buy button as well now. I've got it. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>